Gloria 
let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, we humbly implore your majesty that just as your only begotten Son was presented on this day in the temple in the substance of our flesh, so by your grace we may be presented to you with minds made pure. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the prophet Malachi. The Lord God says this, I am going to send my messenger to prepare a way before me. And the Lord you are seeking will suddenly enter his temple and the angel of the covenant whom you are longing for yes he is coming says the Lord of hosts who will be able to resist the day of his coming who will remain standing when he appears for he is like the refiner's fire and the fuller's alkali he will take his seat as refiner and purifier he will purify the sons of Levi and refine them like gold and silver, and then they will make the offering to the Lord as it should be made. The offering of Judah and Jerusalem will then be welcomed by the Lord as in former days, as in the years of old. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Who is the King of glory? It is the Lord. Who is the King of glory? It is the Lord. For gates lift up your heads, cry ancient lords, let him enter the King of glory. Who is the King of glory?
Lord, Lord Spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, o Lord. When the day came for them to be purified, as laid down by the law of Moses, the parents of Jesus took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, observing what stands written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male must be consecrated to the Lord, and also to offer in sacrifice, in accordance with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now in Jerusalem there was a man named Simeon. He was an upright and devout man. He looked forward to Israel's comforting and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death until he had set eyes on the Christ of the Lord. Prompted by the Spirit, he came to the temple and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the law required, he took him into his arms and blessed God, and he said, Now, Master, you can let your servant go in peace, just as you promised, because my eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared for all the nations to see, a light to enlighten the pagans and the glory of your people Israel. As the child's father and mother stood there wondering at the things that were being said about him, Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, You see this child, he is destined for the fall and for the rising of many in Israel, destined to be a sign that is rejected, and a sword will pierce your own soul too, so that the secret thoughts of many will be laid bare. There was a prophetess also, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was well on in years. Her days of girlhood over, she had been married for seven years before becoming a widow. She was now 84 years old and never left the temple, serving God night and day with fasting and prayer. She came by just at that moment and began to praise God and she spoke of the child to all who looked forward to the deliverance of Jerusalem. When they had done everything the law of the Lord required, they went back to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. Meanwhile, the child grew to maturity, and he was filled with wisdom, and God's favour was with him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Today's feast has a rich and ancient tradition. It's often called Candlemas because of the theme of light and our procession and blessing of candles. It also reflects the humility and obedience of our Blessed Lady in its former name of the Purification of Mary. This feast, which comes 40 days after the birth of the Lord, really does bring the Christmas season to an end. For many, this sounds strange, given that decorations have long been packed away into their boxes. But we should remember that despite this, the liturgical themes of Christmas have been ongoing. Not so much the theme of a baby born in a manger, but rather the theme of the revealing of the Christ to all mankind. We have it in the Feast of Christmas itself, of course, but then in the Epiphany, the baptism of Jesus, when the Father acknowledges Jesus and who he is, 
And two weeks ago, John pointed to the Lamb of God, the chosen one of God. And more recently, the beginnings of his ministry through signs and teaching. Advent was a time of preparation for this great divinity which was to come into our midst. Christmas and these succeeding Sundays have been about the revealing this person to all peoples. Now this person has arrived, and he's not just any person. He is the King, the Lord of Lords, the Great High Priest, the long-expected Saviour and Messiah of his people. All these aspects are brought out so clearly in today's readings. The first reading from Malachi speaks of the Lord coming suddenly into his temple. This is fulfilled with Mary bringing her son to the temple and Simeon explaining the fulfilment of the promises made to the people of Israel. He acknowledges that the Messiah has arrived. He is here in God's holy temple. Simeon never lost faith that one day he would see his hopes fulfilled. And we're then given that most delightful of canticles, the Nunc Dimittis. This ancient hymn is sung as part of Compline, the final prayer of the monks here every evening. A prayer offered up as a sign that we have reached the end of the day and we are ready should the Lord call us this night. Now, Master, you can let your servant go in peace because my eyes have seen your salvation. It comes with a haunting sort of melody. Simeon recited it with hope and contentment that he had done his best and wanted to be with his God. But there's another purpose to this canticle, for it is also prophetic. It points to Jesus saying, You are a light to enlighten the pagans and the glory of his people. It brings out the aspects of light and kingship. And light meant life to the pagans. Their worship of the sun and stars symbolises this so well. The sun is king, had a very real meaning for the early Christians. They meant, of course, the Son of God was king. The king had at last arrived to take possession of his kingdom. But this king comes as a baby in his mother's arms. He comes in peace, and his weapons are truth and love. Only with these will the kingdom be restored to its rightful owner. This theme of light will occur throughout the gospel. The meaning is clear to us. As Christians, we have taken on the light of Christ, symbolically given to us with the presentation of a lit candle at baptism. We must allow this message to radiate through our lives. We are only being faithful to our Christian vocation when we allow this to happen. If we hide this, hide our Christian love, hide this light, we are denying Christ himself. The baby Jesus was redeemed as prescribed by the law for the price of two turtle doves. He has now given us a new law, that of himself. We are redeemed not by any token offering, but by the sacrifice of Jesus himself, a sacrifice made once and for all. It was recognised by Simeon when he spoke of the child's destiny. As we celebrate this feast, and especially this day of prayer for consecrated life. Let us look to the example of Simeon and Anna, dedicated in their service of the Lord, patient and trusting and understanding God's will, 
and always living in the hope of seeing the divine promises fulfilled. Let us also embrace Christ and share in that gift of faith and hope and allow Christ's light to shine in our lives. Just ask our Father to hear our particular prayers this morning. We pray for the mission of the Church. May she be a light to those who live in the darkness of unbelief and show them the way to fullness of life in Christ. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We pray for all Christian mothers. May they model themselves on our Blessed Lady and like her who brought her infant son to the temple, may they lead their children by their example of love and practice of the Christian faith. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those who are called to the consecrated life, may they be faithful witnesses of God's love. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We ask the intercession of our Blessed Lady. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. <clears throat> Father, your Son became man for us and was presented in the temple. May he free our hearts from sin and bring us into your presence, for he lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. My sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands, all the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. 
May the offering made with exaltation by your church be pleasing to you, O Lord, we pray. For you willed that your only begotten Son be offered to you for the life of the world, as the Lamb without blemish, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with, and with your spirit. spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For your co-eternal Son was presented on this day in the temple and revealed by the Spirit as the glory of Israel and light of the nations. And so we too go forth, rejoicing to encounter your salvation, and with the angels and saints praise you as without end we acclaim. we pray by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ at the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion he took bread and giving thanks broke it and gave it to his disciples saying take this all of you and eat of it for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith 
Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. <clears throat> have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him. O in the unity of the Holy Spirit, O glory and honour is yours, The Saviour's command, and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. But not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Oh, 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 oh,
away the sin of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. holy gifts which we have received, O Lord, bring your grace to perfection within us. And as you fulfilled Simeon's expectation that he would not see death until he had been privileged to welcome the Christ, so may we, going forth to meet the Lord, obtain the gift of eternal life. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And, and with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God.